Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is Queen Treat, and I'm shouting out the Hair Radio Show with Terry Crystal Jones Vaughn of the Sway's Hair and Body, and I love the Hair Radio Show. Hello, everybody. I'm Valerie from Validate Your Beauty. I am giving a shout out to the Hair Radio Morning Show, Terry Hines. Time to rise and shine with the Hair Radio Morning Show with Carrie Hines. Good morning and welcome to an all-new live edition of the Hair Radio Morning Show. We're the longest-running daily live broadcast on hair in the world. 25 years and counting. Now, on today's broadcast, we've got the latest in hair and beauty talk, great music, and much, much more. I must thank our Carapy Hair Products, Hair Nation Expo Events, Salon TV Network, and all of our amazing advertisers who are responsible for getting this episode on the air. Now, if today is your first time tuning in, thank you. And remember to press 1 to make a live comment or shout-out during the show. We're here each weekday from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 5 to 8 Central. Now grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's show.
Ladies, do you love a man with a well-groomed and sexy beard? Men, do you suffer from patchiness or irritation and want a fuller beard? Well, let me introduce you to the hottest beard care products on the market. Rugged Evolution features 16 amazing balms, oils, shampoos, and accessories. Our products are sure to meet the demands of all your beard care needs. For more information, go to RuggedEvo.com. That's RuggedEvo.com. And remember, Rugged is the new smooth. I'm Kerry Hines, and I'm in Brooklyn, New York. You know, I have um, thought about this for a while. And I wanted to be able to share with all of you guys, really, uh, on what what it's really been like to be in the thralls of of what you're doing, and kind of like locking everybody else out, if you will. And uh, you kind of need that tunnel vision. You really do. You kind of need it. Because you've got to stay focused. You don't have time for a lot of the other ancillary distractions that will take you off your journey. And uh, when you're called upon to do big things, well, you kind of got to get to it. And uh, I feel that being uh, the host of the Hair Radio Morning Show with my amazing crew has been uh, a remarkable and almost predestined um, event or occurrence in my life. And so I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm so grateful every day that you tune in. We put together a remarkable broadcast live for three hours daily. Who else cares that much in the hair business? Who? So I thank you. I thank our amazing fans from every corner of the planet Earth who tune in. We are local. We're right next door. And we're across the country. And we're around the world. So the next time you think about... uh, taking in uh, the latest podcast, if you will, or just hanging out with the Hair Radio Morning Show, I think this will uh, cross your mind. So, listen, Maggie Anderson is up next, and um, I'm Carrie Hines. I, I just want you to just keep it right here and stay tuned. We've got a lot more to go, folks. I'm Maggie Anderson. I am the creator of The Empowerment Experiment and the author of Our Black Year, my family's year-long stand, completely living off of black-owned businesses. When we decided to take on this public pledge, we had no idea how hard it would be. There was only one black-owned grocery store in all of Illinois and that grocery store closed five months before we finished our year. Um, And I have two little girls. There means no fresh milk, no fresh meats, no fresh produce. Um, But I put them through that because we took the stand and we wanted 
really to do something extreme out of love for our community, to expose how few black businesses there still are, to refute uh, negative stereotypes about black-owned businesses, and to expose economic injustice that still persists in America. After the year, I decided that I could not go back to corporate. I could not go back to law. I've made this issue of, of economic racism and really trying to create economic empowerment in our black community, my life. The black hair care firms, they uh, sustained the civil rights movement. Black women created these companies, huge, thriving companies, and we needed that. We talk about Black Wall Street now because we shine a light on what happened in Tulsa. Most black neighborhoods were anchored by these black Wall Streets. And if we could bring that back, America would be better. I'm not saying bring all of it back. That would probably be impossible. But we can bring black hair care back. There are great black hair care companies that exist, black-owned hair care companies that exist right now. And it would be wonderful for, in America, just like other groups own their culturally relevant products and industries, that the black community can own the biggest black hair care brands, that the black community can own uh, black beauty supply stores. 3% of the beauty supply stores in black neighborhoods, and people know, people, black people know what I'm talking about. If you go into a black neighborhood, you're going to see a beauty supply store, and they're going to sell all the black hair care products that only black people use, and they are not owned by black people. So I've issued the Black-Owned Hair Care Challenge. Just asking everyday folks to say, Hi, my name is Maggie Anderson, and I accept the Black-Owned Hair Care Challenge. And tell the world that from now on, if I'm going to buy black hair care products, I'm going to make sure it's from a black-owned company. Did you know that the Hair Radio Show with Carrie Hines is the longest-running radio broadcast on hair and beauty talk in the world? It's a broadcasting hair industry institution. Be a live guest on air and join our long list of amazing celebrities and hair and beauty industry luminaries who've all been on our show. Give our office team a call at 833-402-8882. Again, that's 833-402-8882. Or visit us online at hairradio.com because you haven't made it until you've made it to Hair Radio. My name is Ajak Deng. I am 27 years old and I've been modeling for seven years now, eight years. Hi, my name is Nya Kim Garowicz. I am 25 years old and I've been modeling for two years. Hi, my name is Leomi Anderson. I'm 24 years old and I've been modeling for nearly 11 years now. Hi, my name is Kadia Diaz. I'm 21 years old and I've been modeling for two and a half years now. Uh, this one girl asked me one time, she's like, is it true that when black people take a shower or like the dark black people take a shower, the water don't touch your skin? Like you don't, you don't feel the wet of the water in my skin, on your skin. And I was just like, huh? Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like you get in the water, you're going to get wet. 
despite of your black, yellow, or purple. One of the instances is where I was waiting at a casting for three hours. They'd seen my face. I'd been sitting there amongst the other girls. And when I finally got into the casting, they say to me, sorry, um, we're not looking for any African people. And I'm just like, um, well, that's the three hours of my life I can't get back because of you kind of thing. And I was just literally like to them, you know, if you're going to be racist, let me just tell you one thing. My heritage is Jamaican, but we're all from Africa. And they're just like, ah. I'm just like, really? Like, it's the, the ignorance is just like so shocking. It, I had I had so many crazy um, experience with hair and makeup. Being backstage, not having someone to do my hair right or do my makeup right makes me feel like I'm not represented. Like no one just really cares about my skin color or my hair type. Before I even had cut my hair like this, I used to have an afro. You know, you could do a lot with an afro. You know, you could either braid it or straighten it or curl it, but it was like, we don't know what to do with your hair. It's the texture is too nappy. I always have to travel with a brush and gel because when I'm backstage, sometimes I have to do my hair or do my makeup. Well, it's not that they don't provide someone to do it, but they won't do it the way I like it, or it won't be, you know, what I want. But I had an experience in Milan where um, I literally, I, I, had, when I went through hell, basically. They glued in a whole head of extensions, they ripped them out, they blow dried my hair, they straightened it, they put hairspray, and then literally he was just about to put like a really water-based gel on my hair, and I just turned around and I said, if you put this in my hair, it's gonna make my hair go frizzy. And he literally just started going off, like calling me like the B word, telling me, um, who do I think I am? Who do I think I'm talking to? He can end my career in two minutes. And this is when I was 17 years old and it was in a room full of people. I felt so embarrassed and I was literally in tears. And that was when I really realized that, you know, being a black model is a completely different experience. I was at this campaign and um, backstage, they didn't know how to do my hair. So they felt like, um, they well basically they had a white hairstylist and this guy didn't know how to do braids and he just like parted my hair and did whatever he wanted with it and I wasn't happy with it. Backstage, yes, absolutely, because not everybody has the correct uh, products to use on dark skin or maybe they do have it but they don't think of the whole undertone thing because you know I have a red undertone even though I'm darker than most. Um, I feel like often black models have to redo their makeup and I remember all like the black models coming to me because I was the only one with my makeup bag like Leone I need some powder the stuff that they're putting on me they're trying to say it's translucent but it's white like help me out here so yeah it's an instance that I've I've come across numerous amounts of time. I feel like it's unfair because white models don't have to do it. I've been in a lot of backstage and it's only the black models that do that. Most of the time, um, if a makeup artist doesn't know what they're doing with my skin, I just kind of want to be the teacher that they never had. <laughs> Bring out my own, um, my little, you know, makeup bag and just say, you know what, as you can see, this it's the same, but this has more red in it and this it's just gray, so it's gonna make my skin gray. But if you want, you can mix that with this and then we'll get the perfect color of mine. And it's like, oh, most of the time they listen, most of the time they wanna fight you on it. <laughs> when I would go to a show or a photo shoot, you know, and then I would sit at a makeup artist's chair, you know, and expecting them to like put on a foundation, highlight, you know, c concealer, you know, all the type of all the stuff you do for makeup. And it's like, as they never have any products for me. You know, I was like, we don't know what to do. And it was like, oh, this is my favorite line. You don't need foundation. Your skin is so flawless. 
like, no, you don't have the foundation. It's not that my skin is flawless. In New York, a lot of makeup artists know how to do black skin. So we never really have that problem in New York. In London, they kind of are very well advanced out there and they know how to do it. It's when you get to Milan and Paris or like Spain that they're just like, oh my God, I finally got a dark skin girl. So here's my darkest makeup that I've never used. You're like, mm, that's not right. Why is it that if a white model says, ah, oh, you're hurting me, it's like, oh, sorry, babe, but me, it's like, oh, your grandma must be, yes, 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 yes. I'm just like, uh, no. My grandma has a nice soft touch. <laughs> Lies, because everyone knows your grandma hurts your head, but she gets the job done, unlike them, so it's fine, you know? This guy goes, do you taste like chocolate if I lick you? <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, do you, you look like you taste like dark chocolate. So I just want to see, can I lick your hand? I was like, no, you're not going to do that. And he's like, why not? I just want to taste it. I was like, lick your hand and you tell me what that tastes like. And he did. And he's like, it tastes like skin. I'm like, that's what mine tastes like. Have a good day. <laughs> the thing that really drives me is the fact as well that I don't know what the future holds. Every single day, every single season, we're seeing so much progression for young black women within all industries. So I'm like, if I give up now, who knows where I could be? I could be like the Oprah Winfrey of the fashion industry. Brands are just trying to make black girls this trend, and it's not, it's not a trend, it's, it's diversity, it's representation, it's, it's everything, and um, it's sad, it's very sad. I want to leave a good mark in the industry, I want to do something that's going to change a lot of people's lives, and that's going to help the, the world, humanity, so the future is bright. So the future is promising for us and I think we all just have to stick together and work together because it's the only way we can make it further. You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines and I have a very special guest with us today. His name is Dr. Joel Freeman. Now he is the founder, CEO and president of the Freeman Institute. Dr. Freeman, I'd like to welcome you to Hair Radio Morning Show. Well, it's my pleasure to be with you, Carrie. Absolutely. Now, first of all, um, we've got to start at the beginning. Tell everyone what the Freeman Institute is. It's a company I, I started uh, back about 21, 22 years ago. And uh, we have eight arenas of expertise, and that ranges from workshops and retreats and keynote addresses to a culture change, reality-based organizational change. And then uh, I do executive success coaching. Uh, I do Black History and Diversity Day presentations. And uh, I have a whole aspect that deals with entrepreneurship and business intelligence and creativity. And then do open registration seminar events for communities and then also developed the uh, Rosetta Stone Replica Project. Uh, the Rosetta Stone is not the language software company. It's the uh, actual uh, artifact that was used to crack the code to hieroglyphics back in the um, uh, early 1800s. And the original is in the British Museum. It's, it was uh, made in, in Egypt, uh, on the west bank of the Nile. They found it in 1799. Uh, French soldiers did. But uh, anyway, it's, uh, I have the world's first and only full-size three-dimensional replica that's available for the general public. And I also have my own publishing company and, and other projects where we work in, work with. So that kind of gives you uh, a pr pretty much a quick overview of, of the Institute. 
Sure. And and tell the folks out there, where is the Institute located? And uh, we'll take it from there in terms of what it's all about. Sure. It's in uh, Maryland, not far from Annapolis, Maryland. Okay. And uh, so I want to just let everybody know, as you were kind enough to just kind of give us a quick uh, overview of the Freeman Institute, but when I looked at your website at um, freemaninstitute.com, I saw quite a bit of information, um, so many different things that really kind of piqued my interest, and I was just blown away, to be quite frank with you, Dr. Freeman. Uh, one of the things that uh, we'll get into, there's so many different aspects, like I said, that we're going to get into, but the, one, of the, one of my favorite parts that I uncovered on your site of course, um, like some of the, you know, on a lighter side, some of the quotes that you have there are just fantastic. And um, so, you know, I just wanted to let you know that I'm someone who gravitates oh, towards you. quotes and things of that nature. So I, when I saw it, and I look at your uh, kind of your long list of items that you have on your site, and I see that you cover kind of everything, you really do. And you outline it there, you put it there. It's a lot of work that has gone into this. You have some wonderful things that you're doing, uh, obviously, in the way of education. And you have, uh, you know, just uh, some great things uh, historical of historical content, um, you know, reference. And then my other, part, um, my, other part, my other part of this that I absolutely love um, is that you have a huge collection so of uh, artifacts and things that, um, you know, that document the African-American experience or the African experience, I guess, if you were on, on some level. So, you know, we want, to walk, we want you to walk us through just about everything. So, um, and then I'm going to end with the entrepreneurship because that's another part of this that fits into a great deal of uh, where we are today at uh, the Hair Radio Morning Show and what we talk about quite often. So I've got a whole thing on that uh, to kind of cover with you. So let's talk about um, this particular, um, before we even get into Annie Malone, which we will definitely get into, let's talk about the, I think I saw something that you had written, a documentary, if you will, on a white man's journey into uh, or through black, uh, black America, I think it was. Why don't you tell the folks about this and how all this came to be, uh, why this came to be, and, and how you got involved, because I understand that you're from Canada. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, okay. Yeah, what so happened is I ended up leaving home when I was 17. I come from a little town of uh, Three Hills, Alberta, Canada, and I left home at 17, just started hitchhiking all around North America, long-haired wow. hippie, dope-smoking fool, and just uh, traveled probably five, 6,000 miles on my thumb. Uh, pretty much wow. all around uh, North America. And then I had um, uh, an experience that actually changed my life it, that really uh, caused me to, um, uh, to, to, to revisit you know, what my purpose was and what my goals were. I signed up for Bible school the next day. And, uh, How became, old were you, if I may ask, at that point? <laughs> I was, if you uh, don't actually, mind. I was actually about 17. Really? I was, I was 19 years of age. I'm sorry, 19 at that point. Wow. Okay. And then I ended up going to uh, school. I became a pastor. I became chaplain for the Bullets, the Wizards, and the NBA. Wow. Uh, one of the first chaplains in the history of the NBA. 
and I started that in 1978-79 season. And um, so, then, what are the chaplain for those of us who don't know? Obviously, we know what a chaplain uh, does in general, but what 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 did chaplain for the NBA do exactly? Like, how does how does all that work? Well, I'm actually writing a book about it right now called Finding the Open Man, subtitled <clears throat> the uh, subtitled the surprising benefits of unselfishness. And uh, basically, the whole idea behind being a chaplain is to be a confidant, a friend, someone without any hidden agenda, someone who uh, keeps everything in absolute confidence and uh, is just there for the guys. Is not there to take, but to give. And it's such a rare situation for uh, for so many NBA players because most people have a, have a hidden and sometimes not so hidden agenda. And so sometimes they don't even know for a year to two years what their real agenda is for some people that want to get close to them, either through their kids, wow. their fa- fa- wife or family, parents. They try to get through to the player. And so uh, uh, really I, I didn't uh, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do it. And so uh, I just uh, but I just knew I could I could love these guys unconditionally and I could uh, uh, be a listening ear. I didn't always have the right thing to say, perhaps, but I could at least listen. And I think that uh, over 20 seasons, I mean, there are six coaching changes, and generally speaking, a new coach brings in uh, his or her new people. You know, depending on the WNBA or NBA or whatever, they just clear the deck and start with their own people. And uh, to have survived six coaching changes, I, I still shake my head. It's remarkable to me that that even happened. But it was a, a great ride. Got to know a lot of players and their families, and um, that, in a nutshell, is is what it's all about. So you probably uh, well. Well, I also understand that uh, you used to get a lot of questions from these guys, and that's kind of what also helped to prompt you and and kind of push you forward with uh, you know getting uh, to have a deeper understanding. So, uh, what kind of questions did they pepper you with? Well, what happened is, is uh, of course, you can imagine when I was 25 years of age when this happened, and uh, my first year, my first season, and and I, I've always looked rather young, and uh, you can imagine I probably looked about 16 or 17 years of age when I was 25, and so uh, they're they're looking at each other and saying, "You mean we're supposed to spill our guts to that guy? You got to be kidding me!" And so um, it was uh, earning their respect. But I think that they were testing the seams of my soul and trying to, and, and the sincerity of my heart by asking questions. And it's probably unconscious. I don't think it was a conscious uh, uh, grilling or anything like that. But over time, they right. began to ask questions like, you know, what did Jesus look like? Um, what part did people of African descent have to play in biblical and extra-biblical history? Um, uh, just questions like that that I, I found that I, I did not have the responses to. Heck, I didn't even know what questions to ask. And so uh, what happened is that little by little, it forced me to start researching so that I could have some type of a credible response to them. Then you fast forward. That was my first inkling, uh, uh, real inkling, that, uh, that I needed to grow and expand. I never was interested in history in school, but uh, that, that got me started. Then you fast forward to about 95, 1995, 
I met a gentleman by the name of Don Griffin. He was the senior HR manager for a company, and uh, by that time in 93, I had stopped pastoring and decided to take my pastor's heart into the business world. So I launched my own company called the Freeman Institute. And uh, at that point, uh, I was at his job, you know, working, uh, doing some some uh, events for his senior leadership team. And uh, between sessions, Don began to share with me his journey as, a, as an African-American male uh, growing up and some of the n- latest revelations and understandings he ho- had about himself, about history, and it fascinated me. So uh, I began to study some of the things that he was saying, began to research. I had that much respect for him. And uh, I remember going to the, the, the um, library time and time again. Uh, there's no Internet at the time. And um, I just would get these, the, what we used to call VHSs or videos. <laughs> right, <laughs> Not, remember it, those. And so uh, I'd bring home a, a video, let's say, a series called um, Africa, A Voyage of Discovery by Basil Davidson. Uh, is a BBC series. Uh, a man from Great Britain, and then I'd uh, pick up the uh, Eyes on the Prize, Part One, Part Two, uh, the Promised Land, about the move from the South to the, especially the Chicago Land area, and uh, I just began to read books, and and then I bumped into Ivan Van Sertima, and uh, I remember calling him up. I, someone gave me his home phone number. I called him up, and I said. Uh, uh, you don't know me, and I barely know you, but uh, I would like to get to know you. And what happened is that he began to share things with me, and then he, he got my address. The next thing I knew, three weeks later, I got a big, huge box of his books that he edited and wrote. And then I called him back and asked him if I could, if he would become my historical guide, my main historical guide. And we spent hours on the phone together where I'd read a book, and I'd redline it, I'd ask all kinds of questions, and he let me ask any off-the-wall question that was ricocheting around in my little pea brain. It was just a fascinating experience. Wow. We had a great time talking. He's passed away now since uh, 19, uh, 20, 2000, 2009. And um, I miss him, you know, on, on many levels, but especially just uh, hanging out with him on the phone, just talking with him about various things, bouncing ideas around. So uh, that kind of was the the genesis to, um, and then I met a gentleman by the name of of Mark Mitchell, who has a huge black history collection, and Mark and I began to talk, and I just saw the power of his collection, Uh, just the impact it had. It is a transcendent quality, transcending race and gender and generation and religion, uh, class. I mean, just fascinating. And so I began to, uh, he became a mentor of mine, and I I began to develop my own collection, which is now well over 3,000 pieces. Uh, The oldest piece dates back to 1553. I've been able to do exhibits at the United Nations twice, and plus they've used some of my pieces and information on international exhibit that's going around the world right now. Uh, Clinton Presidential Library have done things in conjunction with the White House communication staff. Uh, also, uh, Secret Service, four years in a row, FBI, just fascinating uh, stuff that wow. emerged as a result of this collection. It's, it's opened up doors, and I find that, especially when I'm speaking about diversity or black history, um, 
it opens up the minds and hearts to receive what I have to share because when people see 20, 30, 40 pieces uh, of my collection and exhibit before I speak, you know, now they're intrigued. What's this? What? Why does? What's this white guy all about? What's his? What's his deal? You know, what, what's what's motivating him? And that's the cartoon bubble above everybody's head. And so I'm able to respond uh, best I can to that. In fact, I have a website called White Man's Story. Dot com at white white man's no apostrophe on the s man's but white man's story dot com and that's my uh, online response to that question that people have yeah. about uh, you know what motivated me to get involved. Well, I also want to talk a little bit more about this amazing collection that everybody is talking about, of course, uh, that you indicated you know, over three thousand pieces. Um, I think I saw in your video or somewhere where it even had like uh, the shackles, if you will, uh, uh, for like uh, that some of the, the, the slaves may have, um, you know, worn or what have you, um, in addition to so many other different things. What are some of the other standout items that are included in the collection? And, and uh, I understand that it is online to some degree. Yes, blackhistorycollection.com gives kind of a, a brief overview of some of the pieces, but uh, it's blackhistorycollection.com, singular. And, um, uh, you know, that, that uh, one pair of uh, shackles that I received, I was over in, in Ghana at the uh, Slave Coast Castle, and um, I was talking with a gentleman there. His name was C Stephen Donica. And uh, I began to share with him a little bit about, uh, you know, the film that I had co-created with Don Griffin and the book and uh, some other things in my collection. And then uh, I said, how would it, would it be possible for me to get a, uh, a pair of shackles, a set of shackles from here, from Africa? And he says, I don't know, but I'll find out. And he brought everything before the village el elders there, and uh, they voted unanimously to donate a set to me which he uh, he sent to me and I, wow. I and I just blown away that they uh, were that kind and because uh, I'm, I'm sure it's not an unlimited number of shekels they have available and uh, for them to do that uh, I, I'm just uh, I just feel so respected by these indivi the individuals who voted on this and of course also Stephen Danica and so um, the other pieces I have what I've tried to do Carry is to develop uh, kind of a more of a global picture because I find that here in America and uh, in some parts of, of Canada also there's this intractable uh, black-white uh, situation where it's very hard to understand to cross the that, that no man's land or so, so to speak between the two races and so I've tried to bring more of an international view. And because I, I, I really think that uh, once people begin to realize that there was there were things going on in in uh, in, in South America, in fact uh, there's well over three million that uh, right now that speak Spanish and Portuguese, uh, people of African descent in South Africa, and many people don't can't imagine that and 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 cannot understand it. But it, it just is. I have documents going back to. Uh, 1553, from Peru, from uh, Ecuador, from Argentina, 
Some of them are written in Old Spanish, uh, so that even if someone knows Spanish today, they cannot even read these other documents. You have to have a specialized understanding about the old Spanish, Spanish script. And these are all uh, slave documents. Uh, I've got uh, an 11-page document from a hospital where slaves were, uh, if they got sick, that's where they went, uh, St. Bartholomew, uh, just outside of Lima, Peru. And um, it's just an astonishing thing. And then also I have... What I've tried to do with the collection is I've not tr I tried not to spend so much time documenting the horrific nature of, of the slave trade and all the rest of it, even though that's a part of the picture and is a necessary part of the picture. What I've tried to do is to showcase the inventiveness uh, of it uh, uh, and the creativity of people who are, uh, have been under the boot of slavery and the trade. And uh, uh, you know, and what have you found Jim Crow for the most laws. part? Right. Well, what I've discovered is I, I developed a metaphor that uh, is not new, but I've applied it to this situation. It's called Blades of Grass in a Concrete Jungle. I commissioned a 90-second uh, animated video that people can see on YouTube, uh, Blades of Grass in a Concrete Jungle. And it... Uh, what it basically is, is the, the, the concrete is a metaphor for all the horrific things that have happened, ranging lynching, the black code laws, and, uh, and just uh, the depression where blacks were hired last and fired first, and just so many issues that are, it's, it's impossible to exaggerate the horrific nature uh, that, uh, what people endured. But then we talk about the blades of grass who came up through, cracked through, uh, and sometimes exploded through the concrete. So uh, the thicker the concrete, the more inspirational the story. So by using this metaphor, it gives permission to talk about the horrific nature without it being a downer. Because then, as I mentioned, the thicker the concrete, the more inspirational the story. Once we begin to understand how terrible it was, and then we see the accomplishments of, e of individuals in spite of how terrible it was, my goodness, uh, I, to myself, I say, you know, uh, man, I think I've got problems. <laughs> you know, I mean, here's, right. a, here's an example of somebody who had everything stacked against them, and they still uh, made something of their lives and an inspiration to their families. I mean, we all have concrete internally. Uh, stuff like, you know, hey, I'm dumb, I'm stupid, I can't make it, I'm a fraud. Uh, you know, if people really knew what I was all about. That's the, that's the stuff that echoes in the minds and the hearts of just about every human being. And at one point or another, they can actually rob them of their purpose and their potential. Right. And so that we all have that internal concrete. I'm too short, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I'm too tall, I'm too this, I'm too that. My ears are too big, my ears are too small, my hair is not enough. You know, all that kind of stuff that, that gurgles around. But then you add to it the systemic issues in a culture that provide external concrete that, that actually uh, can, uh, can become so uh, terrible and, and, and so demanding of a person's attention that it can actually cripple them and, and, uh, and come rolling over them and just say, well, I, I guess I'm nothing. I might as well commit suicide. I might as well do something harmful to myself so that I, I sabotage my own success. But here are people that came up through it in spite of it. And that, to me, is I just shake my head. And every time I see pieces from uh, Annie Malone and uh, Madam C.J. Walker and 
Frederick Douglass and Toussaint Louverture and uh, other individuals, Marcus Garvey. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of individuals. Pearl Bailey. Um, it just is astonishing to me what these individuals accomplished. And so what I've tried to do is develop a, a touchstone, if you will. For instance, like Pearl Bailey, I have the actual check that she was paid for her part in Porgy and Bess. And, uh, really? Someone, I'm not going to tell you how much it was, because someone might say, how much was that? I'm going to say you have yeah, to go to blackhistorycollection.com <laughs> and uh, do a search for Pearl Bailey, and you'll find out how much she was paid for her part in the movie that came out in the early 50s. And so it, wow. it just is amazing when you think of what people like her accomplish. I have Ethel Waters, her contract, mm-hmm. her book, His Eyes on the Sparrow. It was a smash bestseller. And, um, and I have the actual contract signed by her and her uh, co-author, the one who, uh, the ghostwriter, not the ghostwriter, because he, he was declared that he, he wrote the book, but co-author with her, uh, Charles Samuels. And then I have other items in here. Well, Dr. Uh, Freeman, is it, is it, was it hard to kind of gather these items? Um, how do you find these items? I mean, is it, <laughs> is it easier nowadays because of the Internet, I guess I should ask? It's actually very difficult. If someone were to b- embark upon a collection like this right, right now. Right, if I now, were to start a collection today, uh, I don't think I would be able be to virtually, do it. It would be virtually impossible, and I'm not kidding. It, it is, wow. I know what out, what's out there and what's not out there, and it is... Uh, it, the stuff that you get now, just reproductions, and there's a lot of fakes, and uh, it's very hard. For instance, I have, a, I have an original letter, handwritten letter by Frederick Douglass. Uh, it's it's wow. almost priceless because where could you find one? You know, someone might say, "Well, I've got everything." No, you don't. You don't have a handwritten letter by Frederick Douglass. You no, know? And, that's, and, that's and huge. Someone like an Oprah or uh, you know, you name the names mm-hmm. uh, out there of individuals that would be interested. I mean, it just it, you, if they went out to look for it, they they couldn't find some items that that I've been able to bring together. Wow. Wow. Well, I have to say, let me just remind everybody and kind of bring everybody up to where we are. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. Now, today's guest is Dr. Joel Freeman, and he is the founder, CEO, and president of the Freeman Institute uh, in Maryland. And I'm so, I think um, we've been kind of following along and just thoroughly impressed with the amount of information that you have. You are truly a historian in every sense of the word, um, and an entrepreneur, and you just uh, you just cover everything. Really, I don't think I've seen anybody in a long time like this. Who I just um, we're all blown away with this kind of information, this knowledge, and the willingness that you share, uh, just uh, putting it out there, and um, it's it's quite remarkable. So um, I'm gonna kind of turn to, um, well, you know what, I I do want to talk a little bit about um, Annie Malone and some of the other folks that you write about. And I know we kind of glossed over the book a a bit that you... uh, I have a product called Organic Love Collection Shea Butter. It's a sensual shea butter. And um, once you apply it, um, it reinvigorates the skin it takes care of blemishes, um, a hyper t- hyperpigmentation. It has all kinds of um, beautiful oils in it 
And what it does for the hair, the nails, and the skin is to renew it and to make you feel beautiful and moreover to restore you to self-love and self-care. We're a Christian organization and we're in the community um, trying to educate people on eczema, psoriasis, breaking hair, alopecia, things of that nature. And this product is a cure-all for the whole family. If you grab the jar or the bottle, it comes in a liquid and solid. Uh, it deals with eczema um, within three days. Uh, the longest it'll take is seven days to restore your skin. And most of all, it's, it's great for the scalp and very um, uplifting to the hair. It keeps the hair moist and um, free of breakage and moreover manageable. So as you um, work with it, if you have natural hair, it won't break. And if you have permed or color processed hair, it'll continue to allow for it to have the elasticity it needs so that your mane grows beautiful and healthy. Currently, we are on social media where business is just starting out. So I started on Instagram, once again, Instagram. And the name of the company is Organic Love Collection. And we, we can also be found through Instagram on Big Cartel. So the product could be purchased um, at organiclovecollection.bigcartel.com. Repeat that one more time. Organiclovecollection.bigcartel.com. <laughs> Everybody, I'm Valerie from Validate Your Beauty. I am giving a shout out to the Hair Radio Morning Show, Carrie Hines. You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now with me, I have a very, very special guest. We're talking about industry superstar and legend, an absolute legend in the hair and beauty industry, the one and only Mr. Bernard Bronner. Welcome to the Hair Radio Morning Show. It's your first time joining us. And it's such a pleasure to join you. Thank you. So now hold it. Let's jump on in. And I have to tell everybody, uh, you guys are hearing some of the wonderful background sounds here in New York City because we are actually out and about. Just had an, a wonderful opportunity to uh, sit in one of our favorite new places here in Manhattan. So, um, Bernard, so I want to talk about Bronner Brothers. Let's just kind of bring everybody up to speed. Now, you guys, um, of course, we're looking ahead to what's next for Bronner Brothers. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yes. This is year 75 for us, and we do several things as a company. The, the number one is we make products. Uh, we make the BB family of products, which is Tropical Roots, African Royale, and just BB products. Then we do the world's largest multicultural hair show every six months. And I also, on the side, do Upscale Magazine, which is one of the few magazines. It's only Upscale in essence now that are on nationwide newsstands. So Upscale is 31 years old now and due to COVID we had to to, a little 
postponing of, of issues, but we are now back on the newsstands all over the country, and we look for a great year for 2022. Wonderful. Now, talking about the amazing Upscale magazine, as you just so clearly pointed out, what's one of the biggest things that you want uh, the message to be about Upscale and, and reaching out to the community? Well, I'm, I'm second generation Bronner Brothers, and the first generation, uh, my daddy always felt like, he always used to say that a community is no better than the people in it. So he did all kinds of things to help develop the people in the community. And as a second generation leader, I've taken that even further, and I love helping the community. One of my pet things is creating jobs. I, I've always felt like that is the worst thing can happen. A person lose their job. I've always said that once you lose your job, you next will lose your house. Then they'll come take the, the car. Then you, the family will leave you. The kids will leave you. And if you can't even afford to feed the dog, the dog walks away. <laughs> so wow. you don't want to. You don't want to have a to be in a situation where you have no financial income coming in. So I have always loved providing jobs and helping people become entrepreneurs and find finding that they can just I mean it's a, just a joy in helping people so that's one of the, the missions that I have now is uh, like I say I want I want to be known as a person who understands what our community needs and gives it to them and like I say my my number one thing is providing jobs Wow. That means so much right now. I mean, you know, we're coming out of this um, period, let me just put it that way. We're forging ahead with amazing new opportunities. I see so much on the horizon for Bronner Brothers, for Bernard Bronner, and all that you're doing. And I, I'm just very excited. And I'm going to announce this. I'm going to just go ahead and put this out. We are launching Upscale Magazine Radio and you heard it right here, folks. What can you tell us, Bernard? What do you think this is going to be about? I think it's wonderful. Um, so we're going to be working together and launching for 2022 Upscale Radio. And it will have a lot of hair radio interviews <laughs> yeah. and a lot of hair radio, hair celebrities. Exactly. And it's going to be just awesome for 2022. Awesome. Can't be any better than that. Now, um, I just want to say this, Bernard, and I appreciate you taking time. We never have a whole bunch of his time because uh, you're a very, very busy man, and I so appreciate this in-person meeting, which we do so rarely here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. Uh, but what can you leave us with today? What words, like you inspired me as you, you know, I said this off air, I said it on air, uh, Bronner Brothers uh, certainly has led the way. None of us really would be here, you know. You know, you guys are a big part of the, the whole entire black hair industry. Um, but what kind of advice or inspiration, inspirational words you can leave us with today on the Hair Radio Morning Show? Well, the biggest thing is we have all survived 2020, which means we are now tough and we can survive any and everything. So 
now that we've got all of the experience and have lived through a pandemic, we're tough. And I know Bronner Brothers and Bernard Bronner, we are going to show out for 2022 because we are we ready now. All right. Yeah. On that note, I want to thank you so much for being with us, and we look forward to all that you guys are going to be bringing to the table, as always. The one and only Bernard Bronner from Bronner Brothers. Who in the world doesn't know Bronner Brothers? Thanks so much, Bernard, for being with us. You're welcome. All right, folks, keep it right here. We've got a whole lot more of the Hair Radio Morning Show to go. Stay with us.
is Queen Tree, and I'm starting out the hair radio show with Terry Hunt. Crystal Jones Vaughn of the Sway's Hair and Body, and I love the hair radio show. Hello, everybody. I'm Valerie from Validate Your Beauty. I am giving a shout-out to the hair radio morning show, Terry Hines. All right. Thank you very much, Valerie. Uh, yes, it's mid-show, Wednesday, August 10th of 2022. Uh, it's hour show number 740. And um, I'm bringing to the line right now uh, my amazing co-star who helps us out right here on the broadcast. We're talking about the one and only Nicole Marie. Good morning and Good happy morning, mid-show, Gary. Nicole Marie. Yes, okay. happy mid-show. Happy Hump Day Wednesday. Good morning to all of our fans, and welcome, welcome to Mid-Show. Exactly, yeah. We just want to remind everybody, uh, well, first of all, like I said, it's August 10th, so I've got just two days to, you know, until the big 4-0 is here. uh, Exactly. You're counting down. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. counting down right here on the air live. So I'm real yeah. happy. We'll talk a little bit more about that a little later in the show. Um, but yeah, I'm real happy. Carrie, let it's, me just say, just, you get this morning started very well with Anita Baker. I'm loving Anita Baker. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about our amazing music tribute. That's right. This yes. week, we are really focused on uh, kind of highlighting the incredible career of Miss Anita Baker. She kind of ruled the 80s. Uh, for those of you who are around yes, then, and if you weren't, this is a great way to learn who she is. Uh, she's still and Carrie, let me just say, she was, let me just say, she was born in Toledo, Ohio. Really? I have to put that plug in. Yes, she was. Okay. When when was this? <laughs> oh, let's see. I'm not sure what year she was born. Let me. I can look it up. But she was born in Toledo. Oh, born in Toledo, Ohio. I she was born she was, in Toledo, she was born Ohio. There. Oh, born there. Well, she, she has as well. I'm saying, but she was born there. Oh, mm-hmm. You always have to represent Ohio. That's, that's, that's my home see. state. Hey, that's your you home have to represent. state. The Buckeye State. Oh, yeah. All the right. Buckeye State. Once a yeah, Buckeye, right. always you know Buckeye. Yes. I actually stayed. Um, when I was a flight attendant, I uh, stayed overnight in Cleveland and had some great friends from there. I want to say yeah. one of my colleagues, um, you know who else I believe is from out there? Uh, I believe the singer, uh, I believe Regina Bell's people yeah. were out there somewhere. So I've got to okay. look that up okay. as well. Um, but, hey, well, listen. A lot of great musicians and groups so and so forth have come out of Ohio. And I'll, I'll touch on yeah, that well, later. Ohio, I'll fill you in on that later. Yeah, well, you you will, because I I can't wait. That's a great discussion. Now, I've got to tell everybody, uh, just we've got to touch on some of the hot topics of the day. Uh, And more so, I want to kind of uh, bring everybody up to speed on what's happening. First, let me just say this. You guys heard uh, we ran ran, um, Bernard's interview, and he's the man behind Upscale Magazine. You know, he's with uh, his family, Bronner Brothers which is having their event a little later this month in Miami, Florida. Miami. So really excited about that. Yeah, for 2022. Wow. Big, big stuff. 
Um, got the Upscale magazines to share the actual physical magazine in my hand uh, oh, for the August membership. It's gorgeous. It really is. And so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Um, we'll be having a whole conversation on it next week. And uh, all of us okay. will be talking about some of the incredible articles that uh, are part of this, plus a lot of my own graphics. Uh, I kind of got a little unofficial uh, connection, a uh, little bit more responsibility uh, with the mag, with Upscale. I'm so Wonderful. excited about Very. it. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, so it's going yeah, to be really great. And I'm looking forward to all of that. So we'll talk a little bit about all that wonderful good stuff. Um, Also, we've kind of put together, listen, in a different note, in a different note, slightly different note, kind of big slightly. um, I told everybody yesterday that Michael and I had participated. uh, You guys know Michael Hopkins, the illustrious host of that talk radio show that Mm. airs on Tuesday mornings at 8.30 right here on our network. Uh, so, yeah, the Michael and I claims. got to do the King of Claims, and he helps veterans, and just so that you guys are aware, uh, with issues and things like that to resolve to help them, uh, disabled uh, veterans, um, so to help them financially each month, a little bit more in their pockets. Uh, so his radio show is very popular, and he was great. He came on to this. This is a whole different thing. Uh, it's a video. My brother, Dr. Leroy Hines, is uh, there on camera. Um, he asked me to kind of lend my talents as host to uh, this presentation, which I did. It was on something totally different, you know, when kind of faced uh, it's a very serious, uh, somber topic about, um, you know, uh, you know, firearms and, and the people who are faced with these horrible uh, situations with these, um, you know, these uh, kids acting out and, you know, in uh, supermarkets yeah. and all this stuff in the churches and shooting up everybody. So, um, and it's happening more and really... more. It's so important. Well, it's happening it's more important. sadly, as is pointed out in the video. But uh, the great news is what happens is the discussion gets muddled because it becomes a political conversation. So um, uh, red versus blue state type thing. So nothing changes, and it's just a conversation that's deafening to folks. So uh, what I love what my brother did and his company, he has his own company. I've never actually talked about it on air, uh, but he has his own business. And uh, what he did was in this video uh, that I put on YouTube, it's there. So I hope he doesn't mind. Sorry, big brother. Dr. Leroy Hines, uh, I put it out there on uh, YouTube as well, so um, where everybody can see it and watch it, because I think it's important. Um, and, and Michael will have him on to talk a little bit more about it as well, um, and, and we'll get in a little bit of that in the next couple of days or so, but it's very interesting. Check it out if you can. It's on my Facebook. I shared it under the Hair Radio Association. So if you're not a member right. of the Hair Radio Association uh, on Facebook, you won't see it. We have about 900 members there. Um, but you can also go to YouTube under Carrie Hines, and you'll see it right there on my YouTube page. Uh, it's time for some candle talk. I have missed our candle queen, and um, <laughs> I'm really excited to talk about 
candles this morning. Yes. We'll find out why. With Miss Blue. Yes. So um, I, let's get her on the line. She comes to us out of Florida, talking about Miami. But uh, I want to say that uh, Blue is uh, up in Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, and, uh, Florida. So excited. Yeah. So a little different part. Uh, Blue, good morning. Good morning from our favorite morning, divine Blue. energy candles. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How are you today? Happy mid-show. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, so we were just talking about Miami uh, down in Florida with the Bronner Brothers show. And I think you had mentioned, so how far is Jacksonville again from Miami? Don't, please don't quote me. Probably 4.5 hours, give or take. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's too bad. You know, I'm up right here in New York. I have no idea. You could have said it's an hour, yeah. 15 minutes. I would have bought oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yes. And it's crazy because I've flown there many times. And right. I've never, I, you know, I, and I've had little rental cars and stuff like that. And I've been to Fort Lauderdale. I remember driving from Fort Lauderdale to Miami. And that's about all I remember, folks. I remember, uh, I think the highway was 75 or something like that. That's all I remember. I remember anything else. So anyway, <laughs> it's great to have you. Yes, well, Candle Queen, uh, uh, Candle Blue, Queen. Uh, how do you like I call you the Candle Queen every day? <laughs> we always it's, see it's Blue here. It's just perfect. I love it. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's I will what I definitely live up to you. my name. I yeah, really she's definitely the I candle mean, queen. Yeah, it comes right to mind. It's not even like yeah. something that is not there. It's just right there. Yeah. I almost think of the candle queen before I think of blue. <laughs> <laughs> and she so, is the queen. <laughs> she is the queen, queen exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and, and what really makes you the queen of candles is because of this incredible business that you have. Uh, Divine Energy, exactly. uh, which I love, Divine Energy Luxury Candles, the whole thing, which is just fantastic. And so uh, love it, love they're it. gorgeous. Thank you. I have to say, this is our first time really chatting on air. I received my incredible, I call it an early birthday gift uh, from Blue uh, that I just got, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> I uh, posted it on to our uh, online, for the Hair Radio Online community to see. It's there under uh, general discussions, I believe, or the Hair Radio Show. Plus, I'm setting up. I can't wait because Divine Energy Candles uh, is going to have its own page. So uh, yes. so we'll, we'll, we're working so on that. we we'll get that, that out to everybody. Me too. And that's going to be nice because, Blue, the reason is we have to get uh, everybody to know that there is a scent of the day. Yeah, there's Absolutely. a scent of the day. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm so, so torn. All these scents of the day candles that you keep mentioning, I was telling Carrie the other day when I was talking to him, I'm just going to have to order one of everything because it's so hard to choose. <laughs> just listening to the oh, name God. and how you describe them, the different scents yes. and so forth, it seems like it's going to yes. be very hard for me to choose. So it we're, we're going to see how this is going to go. I was just <laughs> trying to do two at a time, 
you know, that way you don't get overwhelmed with all the scents because there's a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, you will have <laughs> each and every one of them, though, for sure. <laughs> well, listen, right. I want to take a moment to describe this to everybody. Uh, like I said, I got my package, which was uh, beautiful and a great big surprise. It, your candles are not just beautiful. Everything is well uh, packaged. So for Divine Thank Energy you. Candles, I was just blown away. And so uh, here I get these gorgeous uh, uh, candles uh, with their different colors, as you'll see there. And the one uh, that got my nose just a whiffing, which uh, they're both incredibly beautifully smelling, uh, beautiful scents, we say. Um, and I have to say, for the bow ties and bourbon one, I just, which you know is, always had me from the moment you mentioned both ties and mm-hmm. um, Yep. It just got me. And it smells yeah. everything that I had imagined it to smell. It really does. Yeah. It has the scent that I had imagined it to have. And you knock it out of the box. So I know you Thank always you. give us a different scent each day, and, and we love you for that. Uh, but I've got to say, I'm raising my hand. That is, you knocked it out of the box with that. So well, for, thank but you. like uh, Nicole Marie was saying, yeah, you got other scents. So we got to give everybody the scent of the day. So I'm going to be well, quiet. I, and Blue, I'll let you take it over. What's the scent of today? The scent for today is called Distinguished, Distinguished Gentleman. And mm. Distinguished mm-hmm. Gentleman, that is a rich, warm aroma of sweet tobacco blended with bourbon. Surrounded by notes mm. of oak and vanilla. Mm. And this scent, it would make you think of sitting in a big comfy sofa in a high-class gentleman's lodge. Mm-hmm. Now, how on this <laughs> earth, like, who in the world do you have coming up with these incredible names? The descriptions alone make you want to, like, okay, I got to get that. Right. You have the white candle, and that is Distinguished Gentleman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Terry had, had the smell. sneak peek before I even got to tell you guys about it. He has the candle and yeah. everything. So that way I'm describing <laughs> it. He can smell it and be like, oh, yes. yes. You know, he has it right there, Distinguished Gentleman. I do. <laughs> and, and let me tell you something. Both, I love these candles so much. I immediately put something onto Facebook. Uh, yeah. Immediately. So, I, was so, I was so surprised. Oh, you displayed them so beautifully. Now, you really displayed them beautifully. I love the way you got them set oh, up over there. Yeah, well, we're just getting started with Divine Energy Candles. Um, I'm looking yes. forward to. Now, um, yeah, and I'm I'm going to keep my fingers crossed because, um, you know, a big surprise that I have not really talked about on air is that my Carapy shampoo and conditioner and all that Carapy products that you guys know are my signature hair products line. Uh, we'll be back, and I'm going to see if I can get Miss Blue to help us with our amazing, I, I would love for her to do a a, a beautiful Carapy candle, which would encompass the Wonderful. incredible thing. From our products as well. So we're going to try to collaborate on something oh, for yeah. you guys. Absolutely. And if Absolutely. anybody that would be it, wonderful. Yes, oh, that would be I fun. I love the awesome. mix and fragrances. So this is going to be a nice adventure. 
Oh, I can't so wait. If anybody can do it, the Candle Queen can. <laughs> I got can. it. Now, Blue, we'll have a quick question for you. Yes, Blue. A quick question for you. When you are naming the scents of your candle, do you yeah. have help with that? Like, does your daughter help you? Do you ask other people? Oh, yeah, have, you have, I have know, help. At the have smelling? Help. Okay. Yes, I definitely have help. You know, I have a lot of testers that will put their nose to the test because after you smell so many fragrances, you kind of get like, Kind of blocks right. like together. So I gotta spend some coffee and get my nose cleared out and stuff. You know, that helps us. You know, be able to go to the next scent and the next scent. You know, but oh yeah, I definitely. I it's not. You know, I'm a one person show. However, I do have help when it comes to naming the fragrances and smelling and testing. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, All right. Thank you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. on that note, I will, I'm going to get with Blue a little later because what I'd like to do is offer some of our incredible uh, stories to, uh, that we envision that would be nice to read uh, while you are enjoying that amazing scent. Uh, so I'll be uh, working. I'm going to offer some of my amazing uh, cards that uh, – We'll also share some great stories, and we'll put all that stuff as well onto our mm-hmm. wonderful in our hair radio online community. So this is good. We haven't even gotten sorted yet with everything yes. that we're going to be doing. So I'm super hyped about it. Now I gotta say, um, I just want to take a moment to talk about this. You know, we always bring up some kind of interesting topic. Nicole Marie, uh, I think you mentioned this. About, I was shocked. And Blue, I don't know if you saw this, but Nicole uh, Marie, I'll let you tell it. What uh, you've got something to share with everybody is a sentiment, and it's about uh, yeah. so it's girl power. So I'm going to just let you take it yeah. away. Thank Nicole you, Marie. Carrie. Yeah, you and need your own intro song. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. What do you in want? What do you want to tell us about this morning? In our girl power talk this morning. Um, Serena Williams, who I love so much, like I had mentioned before, I do play tennis. I'm a big tennis fan. And Serena Williams announced that she will evolve away from tennis after the upcoming U.S. Open, which will be held um, this August. And I'm so sad about that, but I understand. Um, She said that she has to focus on being a mom, her spiritual goals, and discovering a different but just exciting Serena. Over the past 30 years, Serena has been such a dominant role model and a dominant force in women's tennis, and she is just amazing, just amazing. She has um, won 73 career single titles, 23 double titles, and two mixed double titles. She is a four-time Olympic gold medalist, and has this is just key right here that I didn't know. Um, she has won over $94.5 million in career prize money, which is more than any other female athlete. That's just amazing. Wow. So that's a lot of Serena money. Serena said that's a lot of money. And something else interesting, she said that she doesn't like to think of her legacy, um, which was interesting to me. But she said that because of her opportunities that she has had in her career, she wants women athletes to feel like they can 
be themselves on the court, can play with aggression, um, can be strong yet beautiful, can wear what they want and say what they want to, and be proud of it all. Just be proud of what they're doing and of their accomplishments. And she wants people to think of her as symbolizing something bigger than tennis when they think of her. Also, Uh. Serena, Serena said that she never wanted to have to choose between tennis and a family. Because she doesn't feel like it, like it is fair. Now, when she was pregnant with her daughter, she was two months pregnant when she won the Australian Open. And a lot of people didn't know that. But going back to um, her retirement and so forth, as we get to our question of the day, um, men don't have the pressure so much, but is there, do you believe, is there a double standard? Would you choose family over your career? Yeah, wow. What do you think? Hmm. What do you think, Lou? Um, do you feel like I there's definitely... a double standard? Um, some it can sometimes it can be yes sometimes yes sometimes it can be it depends I guess the situation um exactly but yeah I I respect her decision and what she wants to do because she has put in a lot of time since she was since she was a a little a girl a lot of time yeah you know, that's all they know childhood so yeah yeah tennis was their life. Yeah, put her time with her family. Hmm. Well, can I jump in as a guest on your girl chat? What's your opinion, Gary? This morning. Yeah, I'm going to jump in and weigh in on this, and I'll tell you what I think. Okay, first, um, it is a good question of the day, but here's what I say, and that is that – You know, us guys, we don't have to. We're never confronted with a decision. Um, Are you going to choose family or are you going to choose your career? No one even Mm -hmm. asks, guys. No No one I've never been asked. Um, Are you going to do your career? Uh, No, it just doesn't sound right. It's not a societal norm that we've grown up with. Women have unfairly been just expected to, uh, you know, to be super Wonder Woman. So you have to have both, and you're expected to do both. Um, You know, and there was, yeah, you're expected to do and do it all well. And this is something I've been able to visually see uh, just, uh, you know, since doing the Hair Radio Morning Show and being so much closer to these incredible women uh, surrounding us here on the broadcast and all the fans. Um, so I've learned a lot. Now, I'll tell you the other thing. Interestingly enough, uh, with Miss Williams, I love that for Serena and for uh, both of the sisters and the movie and all this that um, has uh-huh. surrounded them in recent yeah, years. Um, I remember being a first, uh, someone contacted me. This is back in, say, I don't know, maybe 2000, 1999, 
2000 or 2001. This is how long I've been doing a hair radio show. And everybody, they, my name was already out there. So the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, AJC, you guys know this is the newspaper, that's down in Georgia. Now, I'm in New Jersey at the time, northern New Jersey. And uh, the AJC newspaper contacted me for a quote on the, the Williams sisters. This is how long they were out. They were out there then and uh, at the, pretty much at the beginning peak. And uh, they asked me for a quote on their hairstyles, and I gave them a quote, and they literally put me in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution newspaper, which was my first time being in the newspaper. I had been to Georgia, so I'd been to Atlanta. I'd seen the newspaper, uh, but I will never forget it. And that was the first time they quoted me on I started to learn my power in this industry and where we would be. And that was the aid, that was the Atlanta Journal Constitution. So I'm grateful for them, and I okay. wanted to shout them out. And I love the Williams sisters. Uh, I am a big fan, and um, and no, it's not fair, but that's the way society is. It's not a fair society, as you guys know. So true. So, so true. our job is to yep. make it fair. So that's exactly. that's where we are. So great okay. today. Now, listen, we've got to get on the hopper. Yes. Yeah, I was just going to quickly ask you, uh, the U.S. Open is going to be in New York City. Are you going to try to attend any of the matches? No, I won't. No? All <laughs> no, right. I'm You'll kidding. be watching uh, I love it. I've been to, uh, like, some of the other things and all of that, but no, I don't. I'll follow it on TV and all that, but I love them and okay. we support them. Thank you. Great job. Nicole. All right. Hey, we got to get you, on Karen. the hopper. Michael Hopkins has been standing by this morning out of a beautiful Spotsylvania. I'm curious to know what he thinks about your question of the day. Oh, yeah. And let's ask Michael Hopkins, has he, if he's had to make a choice uh, in terms of career over family, Michael Hopkins, good morning. You're on the Hair Radio Morning Show live on this Wednesday morning, August 10th of 2022, about 7.52 in the morning. Our show number is 7.40. Michael, I'm not sure about all that yeah. uh, background noise and whoever's doing the moving around, but please put your phone on some mute. Um, Hopkins, you have been uh, with us. Uh, you've been listening to today's broadcast. What do you want good to morning, do? Good morning, Michael. Have you ever, yeah, good morning. Have you ever had to choose between uh, your family or your career? Michael Hopkins, the host of that talk radio show. What do you think? Oh, I, I sure have as far as uh, military career, because I, I did all three in the Army. I did active duty guard and reserves. And it, it got mm. to a point a little after 9-11, and I was supposed to be deployed. Unfortunately, I had back issues at that time, so I was in a non-deployable status. And things were, like, really helter-skelter at that time as far as, you know, the military, what we were doing, guard, reservists, all of that, active duty. Well, it got to the point where I was, like, an individual ready reservist. I wasn't with a unit. And then I had an opportunity to be with a unit, an engineering unit. I was going to be the communication sergeant. Well, wow. at, at some point in time, 
my wife came to me and she said, look, at that time, my son was about 13, 14 years old back then. And I had spent so much time in the military because I did like 21 years of the United States military. And it just got to the point, she said, she just came to me. She was honest with me, Carrie and, and family. She just said, look, you have not spent any time with your son, and he's becoming of age. So you oh. might want to think about this before you go join up again, see the world, join the Army, and all this other stuff. So I, I, I thought about it long and hard, and I said, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've done my time for the United States Army. Did all three. So I'm going to go ahead and hang up my uniform and spend more time with my family, especially my son. So, yeah, I've had to make that hard decision. It was a hard decision because I really enjoyed being in the military. Even though it was the reserves, I was a weekend warrior, I had been doing it for so long, it was enjoyable. You get to see things, do things that most civilians will never get a chance to do. So, oh, I exactly. definitely understand what she was going through. And, and you know, a, yeah. another thing, you know, Kay, when you're an athlete, doesn't matter, male, female, and they had been playing tennis for so long. That's After nice. a while, you know, it, it's, it's just like being in the military. It takes a wear and tear on your body. And I had figured that out with them a long time ago, and I kept telling my wife, I said, it's going to be a point in time they're going to have to stop playing. Basketball players, football players. But isn't that true players. for everybody? Isn't well, there a yeah. point where we all, I, and I don't even want to think about it, i I got to tell you, we're going to have to talk, continue this convo uh, because this is huge. And, you know, is there a time when it comes down to, okay, it's now time to, you know, i got to pick some new hair radio hosts. <laughs> it's time for me to, you know, pass the torch on. And, uh, but she seems uh, so competitive that I don't think that was the mindset in that way. That's just me and my belief. But whatever it right. is, she has done her right. job. Yeah, and that's we true. wish her, we, she's done the her best. job, and we wish her so well. And, and, and just think that so. she has been yeah. quite a role model, especially for African-American yeah. women. She has been yeah. one she heck of a way. role model. And, and she yes, did, she Nicole has. Marie. She paved the way for African-American women. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. They paved the way to show that, you, as an African-American woman, you have options. You have things that you can do. You don't have to be stereotypical. And that's what I loved about both of them. I, I kind of followed their career. I'm not a big tennis aficionado, but I just followed their career from being young ladies. And, and the next thing you know, you know, they're getting older and then they, they're learning how to diversify. And that's the other thing I loved about them. They learned how to diversify their business. And let's just face it, right. reality is tennis, tennis is a business. And they got schooled on certain things to do with tennis, not just play tennis, 
but you turn right. it into a business and you have other outlets, other things, so that you have residual income. And that's what I loved about them. They started branching out, having residual income. I mean, I well, that's I love it. That's what you're supposed to do in every aspect. And we're going to definitely continue to talk about this as we move along. Hey, we're expecting, uh, we do have a caller in this morning that I'm so excited who should be joining us shortly. Uh, we'll keep an eye and ear out for her. Uh, she's a former co-host named LaSonia Nicole, and so um, it's been a while. I almost had not talked to her in like a, a couple years now, so we're going to kind of talk a little bit. Uh, uh, she's a straight shooter, and uh, so am I, so I think we're going to have a lot of fun, um, and we're going to uh, kind of go back over some of the things that, uh, that uh, can talk about uh, being a, a radio show host and goes into a radio career. As well, she's a hairstylist. Um, and I think she's out in the Maryland area, and I, if I recall correctly, so I can't wait to have her bring us up to date on things that she's been doing and uh, all of that. So I'm real, real excited about it, and I think this is going to be good. Hey, we've been just playing some incredible, incredible uh, folks on the Hair Radio Morning Show, and I tell you, I'm just uh, real excited. I really am. Oh, yeah. Um, we've been, yeah, so I'm going to try to get on a couple of different uh, folks. And, you know, we've also been peppering everybody with some wonderful uh, Anita Baker and uh, Vanessa Williams and some of the great work from some of these oh, incredible yes. artists. Of, they, they are some and of the greatest artists of all time, are. really. Of all time. i got to get into the conversation. I'm going to weigh in on this whole thing with Khalees and Beyonce, and the song that she, the milkshake coming through the yard song, or coming through the milkshake yard, or whatever it was, uh, that she felt that, uh, yeah, it's a whole, it's a mess. And we'll talk a little bit about it, um, maybe between now and Friday, so you don't want to miss our live chat mid-show. We're going to get into it. There are a lot of perspectives on this. We're going to break it all down for you. But here, this is one of my favorite uh you know, we're doing a little oldies this week. This is one of my favorite 80s hits uh, from a power group that I used to just roller skate. I imagine me out there roller skate. This is in vogue. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We've got a lot more to get into this morning right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. Stay with us. When
You're listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines, and I have with me two of my amazing colleagues on this show, on the broadcast. We're talking about uh, Michael Hopkins from Vet Talk Radio Show. You guys know him. And my co-host with the most, Miss Nicole Marie. Good morning, guys. Good morning to both of good you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning yes. and good morning to everybody. Awesome. Okay. Wonderful. We're all ripe and ready. Now, listen. I want to first. Um, first, this is a. This is a, for you guys out there and all the fans of the Hair Radio Morning Show. Everybody who's listening from all the different corners of of literally planet Earth and out into the uh, to the universe out there. Um, but, yeah, I want to kind of do something that we've never talked about on the Hair Radio Morning Show. Okay, guys, now you know, you know this, and you sharp ear fans, listeners out there, you guys know uh, that, you know, we're a breakfast show. We are on from 6 in the morning till 9 Eastern, uh, Monday through Friday. Uh, that's 5 to 8 Central. You guys know that. Uh, right here through Blog Talk, and, and uh, we're heard through Upscale Magazine Radio as well. And that uh, was shouting out fans everywhere. But, but, I've never figured out what our breakfast and morning habits or morning routines are. And uh, so we're starting with our amazing co-hosts uh, on the show to find out uh, some of the things that they do in the morning. Like, um, let me lead off with this, Okay. And, okay. uh, and we'll see what happens with what you guys do. Okay, first of all, uh, here's my morning routine where it pertains to uh, coffee or tea, literally. And so I have to say um, part of what I created in the Hair Radio Morning Show was literally to make sure that we are a breakfast show, um, that we are doing the broadcast. We are on in the mornings while folks are – you know, getting the scrambling the eggs for the family and, uh, you know, finishing their showers. And, uh, you know, they're listening to what we're talking about right here on the broadcast on the Hair Radio Morning Show. And so for me, the first thing I do, um, okay, I'm going to ask you guys this. This is how much do you know about your co-host, Carrie Hyde? Who can guess what time my alarm clock goes off each weekday morning that we're doing the hair radio morning show you guys know we're on the air at six four o'clock oh my oh well we've got to see uh is that right <laughs> I just, oh no i i yeah. think it's more like three back. o'clock <laughs> no 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 nicole marie is right <laughs> i'm up at three <laughs> on occasion uh in the morning that is uh, but 4 o'clock, my alarm clock goes off. Uh, usually I do wake up, so you're both kind of right, because I usually wake up prior to that. But, yeah, 4 o'clock, the alarm goes off. And uh, the first thing I do is make sure my coffee pot is on. I've got to do this. And so I don't have um, uh, a traditional coffee pot anymore, and I'll tell you, uh, I was so upset because my sister in Philadelphia gave me a coffee pot as a gift several years back. And uh, you guys know she's in Philadelphia, one of my sisters. Uh, she's in Philadelphia. I'm living in New York, in Brooklyn. 
And so um, I got into one of those kind of Uberish type cars. The gentleman uh, uh, picked me up to drive me to back to the train station, and I left her brand new coffee pot that she gave me, coffee maker. In it was all in a box and beautiful, you know, oh, no. all in the back. I, something told me do not sit it in the back seat of the car. I sat it in the back seat and I got in the front. And uh, the gentleman, who I didn't know, you know, was a driver and drove me to the station and jumped out of the car. And the moment I jumped out, I remembered. And so I tried to reach the driver back, and, and of course, I had to leave town. And so I told him, uh, you picked me up at my sister's house. Why don't you just go back and drop the, um, the coffee pot off there? So uh, he went back and... and uh, I think he ended up having a little crush on my sister. That turned into something, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> I never saw, <laughs> never saw the coffee pot again. <laughs> never. Oh, and wow. that was that was a good five years ago. And uh, I've never, ever replaced the coffee pot. So what I usually do, uh, this is my coffee routine in the morning. I have what's called like a... a uh, what like instant? I love brewed coffee. Do not get me wrong. Who in the world? You can't be a coffee drinker and not like your coffee freshly brewed, okay? But I do. I love fresh, freshly brewed coffee. So I'm a serious coffee drinker. So uh, I have to have an instant cup as soon as I get up, just to kind of wake me up a little bit. And um, and I usually do about one or two cups before I even, you know, go out to walk my dog. And uh, and then once I do that, um, then I come back in, uh, and then I'll go down to the store. You guys know I'm in New York City, so I can easily walk to the store and get, um, a, a, you know, a freshly brewed cup of coffee. But um, my coffee routine is, um, you know, to make an instant cup of coffee. And I really, really do. And I'll tell you, when it comes to coffee, now I'm raising my hand, but how about you guys? Are you here for this? Are you decaf folks or are you caffeinated folks? I'm raising my hand in the bucket of the caffeinated. I like caffeine in my coffee. So I don't want instant coffee. If I, want, I mean, I'm sorry, not instant decaf. If I want decaf... <laughs> I'll drink tea. Well, not even tea is decaffeinated. I would just drink water. I haven't figured okay. out the decaf folks yet. So um, I'm having my instant cup of caffeinated coffee, and I have a, a certain brand that I like, and I don't know about you guys. I can pretty much drink any kind of instant coffee. Uh, here in New York, Cafe Bustelo is pretty popular, especially with the Latino folks, uh, which we shout them out here. Uh, as well as um, Maxwell House, uh, you know, I don't know. Isn't I think Sanka, I think is decaf. I'm not sure, but I could do that too. Um, but my number one favorite, my number one favorite, um, and I love, like I said, Maxwell House, you know. But I think my number one favorite is, um, it's, it's. It's not, um, oh, goodness, I had a little brain freak there. It's, what is it called? It is the one that, um, it's not Maxwell House. It's the, mo- the most flavorful. 
it is the most flavorful in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Um, and it's not, what in the world, uh, it's taster's choice. I had to think of it for a second. Taster's wow. choice. Wow, man, that, they've been around for a long time. Okay, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was just about to say, guys, uh, that I have a product called Organic Love Collection Shea Butter. It's a sensual shea butter. And um, once you apply it, um, it reinvigorates the skin. It takes care of blemishes, um, a hyper t- hyperpigmentation. It has all kinds of um, beautiful oils in it. And what it does for the hair, the nails, and the skin is to renew it and to make you feel beautiful and moreover to restore you to self-love and self-care. We're a Christian organization, and we're in the community um, trying to educate people on eczema, psoriasis, breaking hair, alopecia, things of that nature. And this product is a cure-all for the whole family. If you grab the jar or the bottle, it comes in a liquid and solid. Uh, it deals with eczema um, within three days. Uh, the longest it'll take is seven days to restore your skin. And most of all, it's, it's great for the scalp and very um, uplifting to the hair. It keeps the hair moist and um, free of breakage and, moreover, manageable. So as you um, work with it, if you have natural hair, it won't break. And if you have permed or color processed hair, it'll continue to allow for it to have the elasticity it needs so that you, your mane grows beautiful and healthy. Currently, we are on social media, where business is just starting out. So I started on Instagram, once again, Instagram. And the name of the company is Organic Love Collection. And we, we can also be found through Instagram on Big Cartel. So the product could be purchased um, at organiclovecollection.bigcartel.com. Repeat that one more time. OrganicLoveCollection.BigCartel.com <laughs> It's time to rise and shine with the Hair Radio Morning Show with Carrie Hines. All right, we're back live. It is Mitch. Well, actually, it's our spotlight hour. Did I say Mitch show? Yeah, well, it's the third hour today. It's about 8.16 in the morning. It's Wednesday, August 10th of 2022. Uh, I'm so happy to be with you guys today. We've been kind of having a great show here with a whole lot of different kinds of talk and all kinds of things. Uh, Right now, it's a very special moment for me personally. And uh, I'm just so excited to bring this next guest back to the show. It's been a couple of years. And uh, we're going to talk about some things here. So uh, I think you guys need to hold on to your seat. I think uh, it's, uh, she's a whirlwind. Uh, she is a force out there. Um, we loved having her on the show. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Going to get into a whole bunch of that. Uh, it is my great honor to bring back to the line one of our greatest uh, co-hosts uh, of all time, and uh, my present uh, company, uh, present co-host, uh, no shade on her part. Uh, that's another Nicole. We'll talk about all that wonderful good stuff in just a bit. 
We're going to be joined by Nicole Marie at about 8.30 this morning, and she's coming in as well uh, like a gale force. Uh, but right now we're bringing to the line the one and only LaSonia Nicole. LaSonia, welcome morning, back good morning. to the Hair Radio Morning Show. My God, good morning, Terry. Good morning to the Hair Radio Morning Show world out yeah. there. Thank you for having me back and having me to join you today. Well, it's a great pleasure. It really is. Listen, I got to go back a little bit. I've got to remind everybody just uh, how incredible you were here on this broadcast. Uh, It goes back a little bit. um, And I remember, Lasonia, you and I, we did a lot. And back then, the shows were, they were. Hair radio has always kind of morphed along with the times and the people. You know, every set of energy is different for the show. So when you were on the show, it was crazy what was happening in the hair business, if you remember. I think this was, were we in the pandemic or was it, I think it had just Yeah, the pandemic was really just kicking off. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, one of my favorite times, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, was uh, the Nurse Leslie. Do you remember that? <laughs> you remember Nurse, Nurse Leslie? Nurse Leslie. Did a whole piece. Yeah, from yeah she was, she was from, doing with Barbicide, uh, right? Ex- oh, you've got a good memory. Okay, yes. So um, got to catch up. You know, we got a lot to talk about. So you, we're going to have you with us for the hour. you going to get to mix it up uh, with another famous Nicole here, uh, Nicole Marie. So we are so excited. Uh, and I couldn't be happier to have these incredible two uh, women, accomplished ladies in their own right, uh, to meet officially right here live on the air. You guys are going to be witness to all of that. Uh, but first, LaSonia Nicole, let's talk a little bit about the great LaSonia Nicole. Let's go to first. <laughs> now, where I remember where you're based out of. Well, do you remember what I used to call you? I don't think she remembers this. I give everybody a queen name here on the show. <laughs> and you had a queen name. So uh, if you don't remember, I'm going to hold you. I'm not going to mention it until the very end of this show today. So you'll have to stay tuned if okay. you don't recall. Okay, <laughs> so we'll talk about that. And uh, but let's talk about where now. Where are you based out of? What aren't you in like the Maryland area somewhere? I surely am. What we call the Great DMV, uh, Washington oh, no. D.C., Maryland, Virginia. So I am in the DMV. Listen, do you remember every show we talked about this? I still have people asking, "What is the DMV?" I think I just responded to that about a week or so ago on the show. Still, all these years <laughs> later. <laughs> yes, I we are. I am. I am in the DMV. That's what we were. That's just a simple way to say it. You know, the, the uh, I'm actually like kind of like right in the middle of all of that. So okay. that's where I am. Wow. Directly stationed outside of um, Baltimore. Wow. Well, what I recall most. Uh, now, you're a hairstylist, and we're going to remind everybody about that. So uh, that was always great to have you on and talk, and we would do little things. Um, let's, let's ask you, what, what do you remember about being – because it's been a while. It's been a while. So what do you remember most 
about the Hair Radio Morning Show. And it's okay. You you can you can hurt my feelings this morning. <laughs> Go right ahead. What do you want to say? No, I'm definitely not here to hurt any feelings. No, no, no. I'm teasing. You. I I'm just teasing. think that uh, probably if I say what do I remember most about it, it's probably going to be you know different conversations. You know, when when I was on the Hair Radio Morning Show, there was like you know a lot of hot topics that was going on. So we were dealing with home, um, COVID. Self-made had just came out, and Annie Malone, <laughs> and dealing with um, Madam C.J. Oh. Walker. Then yeah. there was the George Floyd riots that were taking place. <laughs> so, you know, we wow. were on the radio show when there were some huge pivots and coming together and yeah. separations of the country. Yeah. So, you know, those are yeah. some of the biggest topics, I think, Um you know, really bringing out wow. Annie Malone and uh, her family, and yeah. were, and um, wow, which caused me to we, continue networking yeah. with the Turnbow family. So I think uh, yeah, those yeah, will yeah. probably be like the biggest things. I think one of the well, uh, fun parts there was the natural hair. Yeah, there was the natural hair segments that we did. Then there was always the yeah. Friday morning panel. So those were some of the uh, things that were wow. going on, but those those things would be, you know, like heavy big topics. <laughs> um, wow. You know, most of wow. Them. Yeah. Well, you know what? We were we 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 were really sixty minutes <laughs> for the hair. We really were for the hair people. We were like the TV. You know how the sixty minutes TV show, the news thing goes on. You know, goes in oh, on Sunday here. Uh, yeah, well, we were doing just that. We had brought up a lot of amazing topics, as you just reminded us. And we just uh, brought everybody together. Everybody had an opinion. Everybody was really outspoken. We had folks that were on from different aspects of the hair industry and other folks who joined us, as you mentioned, some amazing folks. Uh, I had forgotten that. I didn't even remember that that was the time of self-made. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It doesn't seem like it's yeah. been that long ago for self-made, but, yeah, I guess you you hit it on the head. So now I have yeah. to talk a little bit to Sonia Nicole. It's so, uh, it's just, you know, I'm just pivoting now from Nicole to Nicole. So what mm-hmm. about the family? How is your incredible family? We've got to shout them all out this morning and all that wonderful good stuff. So uh, how's well, everybody? How's doing... your wonderful husband doing? The kids, everybody. We want to hear it. Yeah, they are doing absolutely wonderful. My husband is doing great. The my fifteen and sixteen year old now. They're yeah, Mr. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Thomas is doing great. Uh, My two guys. They are the fifteen and sixteen year old. They are. I call them LG. Life is good. They're living their absolute <laughs> best lives as long as they're like on the, the diamond. Brand. Life is great, yeah, yes. The, yeah, yeah, I remember yes, that. As long as they're on that diamond, they're on that diamond pretty much 365 days out the year. So they're yeah. extremely happy when they're on that diamond or in their room playing on the game system, you know. Life is great for them. <laughs> well, then, it's um, also mom great is good. for you, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's a little greater for them. I mean, I want to be like them. I, I, the, they have no stresses, no thoughts in the world. Oh, yeah. You know, my daughter is back from 
Yeah, my daughter yeah. is back from West Virginia. My son is wow. traveling the world out on a ship in the Navy all wow. over the place. So he's so uh, really, really enjoying that life. You. Yeah. Um, I don't so know. I don't know that it's no, changed have, a lot. You've had some big, uh, well, for the family, what you're telling me now is drastically different than I remember. I I remember that. So in then. 2020, my son was on the ship. My daughter was in West Virginia, what and the boys were still playing well, baseball. Well, that I remember. I remember you had your daughter in West Virginia. And I remember mm-hmm. one of the big things that jumps out at me is that I always call because you were right there. You were one of those incredible moms who was very hands-on and a part of your family's life. You're not just somebody who phones it in. And I've always oh, respected yeah. that. Birthdays always meant a lot to Lasonia Nicole. I was paying attention. Oh, they Men still are like those, huge. Like birthdays are, huge. are yeah, yeah. They're always going to be huge. Like they are like huge. Like my my um sixteen year old just had this huge sixteenth birthday party that uh, people are still talking about. People wanted to know like how I pulled this off, what I did, you know, <laughs> um, birthdays. Wow. Birthdays to me are like Christmas. Like, I don't go all out for Christmas. Well, I go uh-huh. all out for friends and family <laughs> for Christmas, but I don't go all out for my household for Christmas. But your birthday, it's almost like the world is yours. Like, you know, you name wow. it, you're going to get it on your birthday. <laughs> That's and you how know I do what around here. Nicole, I kind of feel the same way. Um You know, I really do. I've always loved birthdays. Now, I don't expect much for, you know, people giving me, although I will say this, I'm raising my hand. In two days, I will be celebrating my 35th, uh, or was it the 40th? You'll be celebrating the anniversary of your 35th birthday. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you see, this is the Lasonia Nicole I remember with those wonderful singers. Yes. I'll be selling the anniversary, but I love that. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, so birthdays, they, they do mean something. And that was always something that always resonated. I always appreciated that about you as well. You're big on family. Now, what's going on in the way? Well, hold it. Before we get into the hair care side and all that wonderful good stuff, it is so nice to have you back. It is. I remember... There, I don't know, for me, there's one song that I always used to play on, like I think you did something on Wednesdays, I think, and I always had this song about my uh, the, the hair song, the Indy Irie song, which I'm going to put that on. Oh, Indy Irie, I'm not my hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, a, I love that song. That used to be song. my ringtone for a long time, yes. Oh, I am not my hair wow. by Indy Irie. Well, listen, mm-hmm. what we're going to do, we're going to take a little tiny, tiny music break with Miss India Ari and all that uh, is great about that song. I do have that song on on our little playlist here this morning just for you, and I think that'll be really nice. And um, And then when we come back, when we come back, we're going to get uh, get some time in with my current co-host. Her name is Nicole Marie, and she is out of Water Valley, Mississippi, so she's in Central Time Zone, Uh, and she is accomplished in her own right, being a sitting member of her uh, city council 
down there. So we're going to talk to her. We're going to introduce you to Incredible Nicole. That's what I call you both this morning on the show. And so uh, we're going to have some fun and just uh, enjoy ourselves. So stay with us, everybody. We've got a lot more of the Hair Radio Morning Show to go. We'll be right back. Here's I Am Not My Hair. Okay. Stay with us. India? What happened to her hair? <laughs> Little girl with the pressing curls. Age eight, I got a Jerry curl. Thirteen, and I got a relaxer. I was a source of so much laughter. Fifteen, when it all broke off. Eighteen, and I went on natural. February 2002, I went on and did what I had to do. Because it was time to change my life. To become the woman that I am inside. Ninety-seven dreadlocks, all gone. I looked in the mirror for the first time and saw that hey.
did you know that the Hair Radio Show with Carrie Hines is the longest-running radio broadcast on hair and beauty talk in the world? It's a broadcasting hair industry institution. Be a live guest on air and join our long list of amazing celebrities and hair and beauty industry luminaries who've all been on our show. Give our office team a call at 833-402-8882. Again, that's 833-402-8882. Or visit us online at hairradio.com because you haven't made it until you've made it to Hair Radio. As women, it seems like we carry the weight of the world on our shoulders, and that weight is directly balanced between your two feet. And with this balancing act, who do you think is suffering? It's not the kids. It's your feet. While running errands, paying bills, or dodging traffic, you could be ruining your feet. Wearing the wrong shoes for the wrong period of time can cause more damage than you think. Hammer toe and bunions are the leading deformities in black women, and Dr. Yolanda Raglan is the first black and only female podiatrist with practices dedicated solely to the correction of these type of deformities. So let this black girl do some magic and fix your feet. For more information, visit FixYourFeet.com, providing medically necessary surgery with a cosmetic result. We're back live. It is our spotlight hour. It's Wednesday, August 10th of 2022. We're counting down the days here. Well, I'm counting down a couple things, uh, mainly my birthday on Friday, uh, August 12th of 2022. But uh, today is, uh, you know, weeks, a couple days to go. It's uh, 8.35 in the morning as we broadcast live from New York City. You guys know I'm out in Brooklyn, New York. And I am bringing to uh, uh, back to the line. She is, and um, just first of all, let me just say this officially: Nicole Marie, my current co-host, uh, who is out of Water Valley, Mississippi, uh, has just been doing incredible things on the show, and uh, I'm happy just to get her on this morning to mix it up with one of our legendary co-hosts. Uh, we're talking about LaSonia Nicole out of the Maryland area. And this is your Skype's first time meeting right here live on the show. So first of all, let me work in uh, the one and only uh, Miss Nicole Marie. Good morning again and welcome good to the morning. Spotlight Hour, Nicole Marie. Yes, yes hi. Thank Hello. you. Good morning, good morning. Hello, LaSonia, Nicole. Oh, oh, well, yes, I'm going to get her on the line right now. LaSonia, Nicole, uh, Nicole, Marie, we've got two good morning, uh, Nicole. independent Nicoles this morning. Good morning, good, good morning, morning. guys. Now, let me how say, are you today? With, with the, um, great, thank you. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. Great, great. Now, let me just say, with the name now, Nicole... The, Hey, can't go wrong. <laughs> I know, right? No. Uh, well, good women, good women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now hold it, Nicole, Nicole Marie. <laughs> I gotta get this yes. together this morning. Nicole Marie, I know. Um, you know, I don't know if you had heard a little bit. I think you had heard that Lasonia Nicole was on the show because I think when you came to the show, yes. Nicole Marie. You had heard that there was a Nicole, I believe, had been on the show. 
Yeah, something like yes, that. I, I did. And I don't think I, I did. Okay, yes. what did you? What? What? How did all that happen? Because I don't think we ever really talked about it. It it was mentioned in during our um, one of our conversations, but then yeah. um, I also heard a um, previous interview about her. Oh, oh, that, okay. that you had done. Yes, yes, okay. a previous interview. And and, and let me let me like, mention okay. from. Let me mention from that interview that my family also calls me Nikki as well. Oh, wow. in that interview, <laughs> right? In that in the interview where you were saying that your family calls you Nikki, and um, yeah. your name is Nikki, you know Nikki Nick, but your family calls yeah. you Nikki, oh. so, and mine mine does too. Oh, oh awesome! Yeah. <laughs> Growing up, that was my name, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Well, that is exactly that how it is. <laughs> and I talked to both of you. I can hear similarities, uh, which I guess is something subconscious that I had. I didn't even think I had <laughs> done. But um, I'm so grateful. And, Lasonya, I have to say, uh, you know, just in having you on the show, we've had a lot of great co-hosts. We have. A lot of amazing women have been on the show. And guys, we've also had some male guys who have been on the show as well. Um, but I have to say, I enjoyed the time. Like you said, we, and, and I have to tell you, Lasonya, you were right. We, it was some heavy things going on uh, when we did those shows. Like, we, we were really heavy uh, in society at that time. And I had forgotten yes. that it was that, that we came through all of that. Uh, we were yes. on and going hard. And some of those conversations. That was a difficult uh, time period. It was really It absolutely hough. was. It yeah. absolutely well, was. It was tough. You know, yeah. it was definitely a reckoning uh, period of time, a, a reckoning and an awakening. Yes. 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 My, one of my things I remember on those Fridays, we would go in, like literally go in. And Cheryl, uh, and I don't know if you remember this, LaSonia Nicole, because I didn't mention it to you, but uh, – their, her, her dad, Cheryl Morrow's dad. Cheryl was on with us when mm-hmm. we did that. Um, what was it called? The 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 Annie, no, the Madam C J Walker. The the rise. What was the name of that Netflix show? Self made. That self made. Thank you. She was our guest, and I think we did a nighttime version or something. We did something special. Yeah, we did a night version. Yeah. <laughs> We used to do nighttime versions all the time, I think, back then. And we haven't done it since, so we're going to have to really do something like that. We used to do a lot of that. Uh, and Cheryl came on, and she stirred the pot. We were, you know, it was supposed to have been uh, just, uh, you know, uh, kind of a, you know, we were promoting, helping to promote the Netflix uh, show called Self Made. And it's still out there, I think, on Netflix. I don't... Uh, Watch Netflix all that much, but I think it's still out there somehow if you haven't seen it. Um, And our guest, you know, remember the lady behind it is a friend of ours as well, and she's been on my show and at my live events as well, Uh, the wonderful uh, lady um, who wrote uh, this. Well, she wrote the book that the movie is based on. So, and she's the great, great granddaughter of, Madam C.J. Walker herself. So, um, you know, I, I don't think I will ever forget that. So we're talking about Lilia Bundles. 
Um, so we had to be nice. But uh, when the movie came out um, and Cheryl was on and we had this big panel, they kind of shredded the movie. <laughs> she went in mm-hmm. on it. Uh, you guys can play it back, yeah. But it was really, we had a great time. And everybody, because this show is about just being yourself, it's hard to explain what the Hair Radio Morning Show is because, we are all on it. We this is who we are, but it's a version of us. I think I I'm, I think I'm the only person who actually lives hair radio 24 hours a day. But uh, for the most part, well, I, I would think. agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't expect to have you two ladies on joining forces now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of true. I I really do. I think I I think I live with this every day so um so it was really interesting now cheryl morrow's dad of course is the late great willie morrow who just died it was all over the news he's the one who created that hair pick uh type thing uh that uh sold so much out there in the world so um we are tipping our hat to him and to cheryl who's still now she's uh, back in san diego area out in california and she's heading up his magazine and you know, just doing so many things to continue his legacy. So that's all I want to say on that. So now, Lasonia, so what's going on in the hair? So now, are you still doing hair? Are you still working in the hair stuff? Or are you putting that on hold? What's going on uh, with you, Lasonia Nicole, and the hair industry? To wake up and not do hair would be unheard of. That would be like you waking up and not doing the radio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. Uh, yeah, that's uh-uh. true. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, for Lafonia, I don't just do hair. That that's not you know what I like to classify it as. I okay. really, really do educate um, the consumers mm. and stylists. It's really a strong focus in hair care for me. That that's where my passion is. That's where my heart is, you know, getting people to understand that protective styles are not always protective, the health and the health of the hair, the health of the scalp. And so since I'm doing the Hair Radio Morning Show, I opened up a new salon in our big Westfield Mall no. in Annapolis. Awesome. Yeah, so I have a salon in um, Annapolis Mall that's doing really well. Um, I still it? also even have, uh, it's called Salon MW. So that's okay. uh, Salon, then the letter M, the word double, and the letter U. And wow. th- that that's is beautiful. my baby. We have uh, wow. multiple stylists that are coming in. I really wanted to be in a different area, and I really wanted to focus on um, merging the gap in the, uh, you know, a lot of times hair is pretty, you know, kind of segregated, you know, Typically, black folks go to a black salon, white folks go to a white salon, and so forth and so forth. And I really wanted to be in an area to be able to merge that. And that's why I chose to go into Annapolis Mall. Um, we focus a lot been on. Have you do just that? Have, have yes, work out yes, 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 and yes. Um, It's great. You know, in the morning you have the walkers that come in. You know, we do a lot of um, extensions. So we are Mm -hmm. certified in quite a few extension methods inside the salon. 
So it has been really, really great. I'm not quite sure I didn't go to Annapolis a long time ago, but um, I love okay. it. I absolutely oh. love it. And just one um, brief thing, like I was um, struggling with a name for the salon, and I could not come up with a name. And well, I had, you, you know, like, like I was. Carrie Hines? That, 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 Not it wasn't speaking to me at that point in time. But to that point oh. is how I got to Salon MW. So my family's wow. last name is McGriff Wallace. And so we go by oh, yeah, the MWs right. all the time. But I was listening to a podcast. And in this podcast, it was speaking about how as black people, we always take our money from our family and we give it to another mm-hmm. family. It was talking about how, mm-hmm. you know, like Walmart is named after the Waltons and Maybach, right, right. or you take your money and you give it to Wells Fargo, who is two different families. Exactly. And so right. from listening to that podcast, I was like, yeah, I'm going to leave money for my family. And that's how I came uh, up with the exactly. salon MW. But double is spelled out just to have a little, you know, twist on the MW. Right. Um, so right. it's named after my family. It's named after my children, yeah. which half is, uh, you know, half of my children. Uh, we have a blended family, so half has a uh, last name that starts with the M, and the other half has a last name that starts with the W. And so it was like, yeah, this mm. is going to be our legacy. So we're projecting yes, to open I up in another that. Westfield Mall, and then, you know, we want to continue to open up salons in different places in different Westfield Malls. So that's, that's where that. we are I love right now. that. Yes, leaving that Is legacy that with the actual name. I love that. I love that. Now, it's in your yeah. salon, do you focus on all types of hair care? You mentioned the extensions, but do you do natural hair and just everything so extensions is not the extensions is not what i would necessarily call hair care but we focus on the health of the hair and the health of the scalp that is where we focus like we have the spa treatments like you know there's going to be some type of treatment that's always done when you come in that caters to the scalp or caters to your hair and then from there it's all about the products that we're putting in your hair in the way, you know, like, for instance, like with our silk press, a lot of people get silk presses all the time, but their hair is damaged. Their curls don't convert back. Right. They have a lot of breakage. Right. So our process with the silk press, where you have to go through training for it, guarantees that your hair always converts back. You have to know the difference between whether you're using a tourmaline flat iron or whether you're using a ceramic flat iron because those heat settings need to be different. So that's where we're coming in, focusing on the health of the hair and the The health health of of the the scalp. You know, like if your scalp, like we have machines that can see if the pores in your scalp are blocked or if you have multiple follicles coming out of a pore or just one or if that follicle is damaged. And so we need to do treatments to get the health of that follicle back or the health of the um, strands of hair back. So that's what I mean when I say we focus on the health of the hair and the health of the scalp, because you can't have healthy hair when you don't have a healthy foundation. Exactly. And right. I, that's I, where I it want to yeah. say it's not just, uh, you know, covering. And I understand Yes. Yeah. 
and I get what yeah. you're saying. And, you know, a lot yeah. of people are like, you know, they are healthy hair care, but what does that mean? What does it mean to have right. healthy hair care? It's not just, you know, like even when we do extensions, there's a proper way to put extensions in, and then there is a way that when you put extensions in, as we see a lot of times now, people come out of extensions and weaves and don't have any edges. So what is exactly. it that you do? Exactly to prevent and make sure that that protective style is actually really, truly protective. So that's exactly. where we come in and we focus a lot on true hair and scalp care. Yeah. All right. I love and that. I love that because that's, starts, that's right. what the Hair Radio Morning Show is about and highlighting exactly what you just said. Now, I have to say, this reminds me because you did a lot of tutelage under the great Barry Fletcher, and I hope you guys are still yes. you still stay connected to Barry. Oh, we got to get him on the show. Absolutely. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah we had absolutely. Him on. To the point that um, we're getting ready to go into Canada. So Canada has just launched oh. their uh, natural hair uh, care program. Uh, yeah. What's it called? Their prime minister? I forgot what they call their person, but whoever it is just signed off on it. So they ended up calling me, asking me to teach their um, natural hair program. So so I'll be doing that. So we start that in September. So that's been in the process. So I will be in Nova Scotia, the uh, Nova Scotia Providence area. So, yeah, Yeah, that's uh, big. That's coming up. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Yeah. Great. Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that when you do that, you'll be able to come back on anyway. Yeah, we were just on with the Black Beauty Culture Association folks up there, Samantha and all of them, Samantha Slaughter, and she's a big part of that. Oh, yeah, that's who I'm working with. Yeah, Samantha, that's Uh, exactly who I'm I'm working with. Samantha and I are doing a lot together. Yeah, she was on the show a couple, about a couple weeks ago. So, it, you know, yeah. the okay. community is small. Yeah, and, it's a uh, very small community. It. Yeah, so we love it, and we love you. You're a great person. You've always uh, mm. been very serious about what you're doing, and it was just, um, it was a very stressful time when you were on. Um, so I just wanted to say that because we had a lot we were coping with in society. Um, I will never forget having those things on and, I just remember the state of, I think it was Georgia, who went right back on uh, to continue. <laughs> Everybody else was closed down. I just remember some of these, I mean, they were like crazy moments on the show. It really was quite remarkable how we muddled on through those conversations. And we were on, and Latonya Nicola, I think you were on like all three hours. You were on early. We yeah. used to meet. Mm-hmm. We had a you do remember we had a we had a conference call every morning. Do you remember that? I do. And I, I absolutely like do. Every morning. morning. <laughs> it was probably about five forty-five. <laughs> you remember? Oh yes. See, I I kind of take it easy on Nicole Marie now. Yeah. Well, being in Central Time Zone, the show starts at five, yeah. so I'm you know. <laughs> Yeah, I give you a little bit of a break, but think, Lasonia put it in. You, you really, you, you help to kind of get in all that, and we kind of. So listen, I'm just going to say this one thing here, 
Oh, oh, I got one person who wants to shout out to you. You got so many people on this morning. And um I think I see Queen Trees who wanted to quickly say something to you, Lasonia Nicole. Great. So Queen Trees, right. I think I see you here. Queen Trees, is that you? Uh, can you hear us? You're on with Lasonia Nicole and Nicole Marie. And Kara. Good morning, good morning. So, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are Wonderful. How are you? Great, great, great. Okay. All right. How are you? Okay, Queen Trees, what would you like to say? Is this not nice? Is this a nice treat? Yes, it is. I want to shout out to the Hair Radio Show, Sonia Nicole and Miss Sonia Marie. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) So you got all the names all together, but you're doing good. <laughs> we love you here on the show. Uh, so, Lasonia Nicole, this is what you uh, bring out of folks. So thank you for that, uh, Queen Treese. You guys hear her all the time here on the show, shouting out everybody. Um, so I'm happy to have you back. I'm I'm hoping that we'll get some convos going to uh, kind of get you back you know, Latonya Nicole, you need your own thing, honey. You you need your own time. <laughs> we'll talk about all that and see what we can, you know, bring to the listeners on our platform, uh, which won't uh, interfere with what you got going on. We'll talk off air. But I just wanted to say this has been, to me, it's been remarkable. It really has. Yeah. It's been oh, quite remarkable to have you back. It's always good to yeah, and so now before we let you go, um, got one more person, our host, Michael Hopkins. He does the vet talk stuff that we got to work in. And just, Michael, I always have you to give your last question of the day to our guests. You've been listening to the Nicoles. I'll call them a new singing group uh, on the show today. Lasonia <laughs> Nicole, of course, our great guest is joining us today, and uh, our regular co-host, Nicole Marie. So, what, Michael Hopkins, what do you want to say to the Nicoles this morning? Oh, I have one question, just just Uh-oh. out of curiosity. I just wanted to know what advice, since you were a co-host with Carrie Hines, what advice <laughs> do you give to myself, Michael Hopkins, and Nicole Marie working with Carrie Hines? What advice can you give us? To smile and take a deep breath. Smile and take a deep breath. Well, sound like a plan well. to me. Oh, I'm just loving it. Listen, this is I love that. Good. Love that. I have to say, this you is get the lunch most on me today I've for that question. <laughs> Michael, you're going to pay for that one. Okay, we'll Uh-oh. get you back on that one. I have to say, uh, yeah, this is uh, quite a bit of fun. I have really have to say, you always bring it. Um, you always bring the excitement, and this is just the beginning. I'm sorry that two years, I think, have gone by, but everything happens when it is supposed to happen. So I'm so grateful for. So uh, what's next real quickly for you, LaSonia Nicole? What's next for you? Um, I think I'm still going to be in Westfield and continuing to branch out. And 
I think the yeah. next big thing is more traveling, more more traveling Ooh. and educating. Um, that's probably where my passion is. You know, now that we're coming out of this pandemic, I can really get yeah. back into traveling, um, you yeah. know, stateside and internationally with our, um, you know, education. Absolutely. Well, I think this Great. is going to be just fabulous, and we are looking forward to continuing this story. We want to continue to stay on top of everything that you're doing and your beautiful new salon, We just, uh, which shocked me. I was so happy to hear that. So I can't wait to continue on okay. this wonderful talk. So uh, when you have some time, of course, pass along our well wishes to the family and to everybody, you know, on well, what's dude. going on here. And from our side, and we're going to continue this. This is a great show to play back, folks. And I've got to say, if you missed any, yeah, we're going to have fun. If you missed any part of it, we have a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week radio network over at UpscaleMagazineRadio.com. That's uh, UpscaleMagazineRadio.com. You're going to hear this broadcast today uh, played back over there. And uh, we're real excited about that. And I'm just really pleased. I think we're going to have some great things going on as we kind of move along. So, uh, all right, Lasonia Nicole, I'm going to give you the the last word. Uh, Any, you know, shout-outs or anything else you want to leave us with today? Um, You know, Carrie, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for reaching out and inviting me back on to the uh, Carrie Hines Hair Radio Short, Hair Radio yeah. Morning Show, all tongue tied, yeah. and Marie and Michael it is a pleasure to meet you all, and I look forward uh, yeah. to you know connecting <laughs> uh, soon down the line. Yeah. And again, yeah. to the Hair Radio Morning Show, God bless awesome. you. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening today. You got it. Yes, awesome. Best of luck to you and all your endeavors that you're working on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, the two Nicole, okay, the Nicoles, uh, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get our outro on today. And again, I'm Carrie Hines. I just want to say with two amazing, incredible folks, and of course, Michael Hopkins and the entire crew at the Hair Radio Morning Show. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Starts at 6 in the morning till 9. And uh, Eugene Davis will be on live in this space in our Spotlight Hour. You don't want to miss him. He's going to bring us up to date on all he's doing. Here's our outro. Thanks again. Great job, everybody. Great job. Have a good day, everyone. Well, it's that time to bring this episode of the Hair Radio Morning Show to a close. But it does not end here. The show continues over at our 24-7 Hair Radio Broadcast Network at www.hairradio.com. Now, I must thank today's great guests and our legacy advertisers. These are the folks who've been supporting our show over the years, including Dr. Raglan, Yolanda Raglan at FixYourFeet.com. They are the very best in foot care. She has two locations, one in New York City and the other in Maryland. I also want to take a moment to acknowledge the amazing Troy Ballard, of course, from the West Coast, out in Southern California. His company is called Smooth Black Ink. Now, he offers the very, very best in hair care for the entire family. 
He is a legendary hairstylist and educator. And also, he's the program host right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. We just appreciate him again. That's Troy Ballard, a.k.a. Smooth Black of Smooth Black Inc. Also, we are talking about a complete line of products for the guys now. It's that Rugged Evolution. Now, Rugged Evolution Beard Care is the actual name of the company. Rugged Evolution Beard Care makes a complete line. I love their products. Go to www.ruggedevo.com for more details. Again, that's Rugged Evo. That's E-V-O dot com for complete details. 